Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Dave Leventhal, editor-in-chief at rawstory.com, is with us on the Trocare College live line this morning. All eyes on New Hampshire. Dave, what is it about this tiny state that commands so much attention? Well, it is the first in the nation primary, Susan, and as a result, uh, you, you have a history of retail politicking, where it's an expectation that the candidates are going to go there, they are going to spend time there, not just uh, in terms of months, but in some cases years, and as a result, that the people uh, from a town-to-town, village-to-village, city-to-city level are going to hear from these candidates time and time again and make their informed decision. This is not a campaign that is being driven by television or media or anything else except uh, that that sort of personal interaction that you get with the candidate. Now, things have been a little bit different this time around uh, and a lot bit different on the Democratic side, but still New Hampshire is retaining that retail politicking nature to it, at least to some extent. Is it going to really make a difference in the end? Well, probably not. Donald Trump is is a light year ahead of Nikki Haley, if you believe what the polls say, and probably the only thing that could change that would be a a historic upset uh, on Nikki Haley's part. And there's really no indication on the ground, Susan, that anything like that has happened this week in terms of momentum for Nikki Haley to knock Donald Trump uh, off his pedestal. How does it, or, or does it at all, change around? It seems like Nikki Haley is a great general election candidate in this election, right? But maybe not so much a great Republican primary candidate. Uh, And that would need to change if she wants to make it to the general election, can it? Yeah, and you laid it out, uh, Brian. I mean, the the things that make a primary candidate attractive to a primary audience uh, can oftentimes be uh, things that are very different than what's going to be attractive to a general election electorate. And what you see now is that the, the people who come out, and you saw this in Iowa, the people who come out and vote oftentimes, at least in the largest numbers, are those who are the really dedicated, dyed-in-the-wool partisans who believe what their party has to say and are very willing to go with the standard bearer, uh, as is the case, uh, it appears, in, in New Hampshire with Donald Trump. Also, too, what's different this time around is we have a de facto incumbent on the Republican side. Donald Trump may not be president of the United States, but he was. And he's making a pretty compelling case for himself to Republicans that he should be again. And many Republicans just simply believe that he should have been president uh, a second term in the first place and that the election was unfair. So add that all up and 
you've got a very, very difficult road for any candidate challenging Donald Trump. And we saw this with pretty much everyone who's not Nikki Haley because they've all dropped out at this point. So Nikki Haley is going to have to somehow in these final hours uh, do do something almost magic in, in order for her to even get close to Donald Trump, uh, say nothing of actually beat him. And you know, the reality is if Nikki Haley doesn't win New Hampshire, which is sort of her last best chance to, to pick up some delegates here, then it's difficult to see where she's going to go from here. She's not going to win Nevada, that's for sure. She's likely going to lose South Carolina, her own home state, and that gets us into a few more contests and then Super Tuesday, and it's not looking great for her there either. Independent voters can participate today in New Hampshire. What's the impact of that? That is a wild card, and uh, in New Hampshire is is funky in that regard in the sense that this is not a closed primary. It's not just going to be Republicans voting. That independents who are not registered uh, as either a Democrat or a Republican can go and cast a Republican ballot or, for that matter, a Democratic ballot. So is that going to be enough to propel Nikki Haley forward? Probably not, but it definitely uh, weaves a a thread of intrigue into the proceedings, Uh, and there are a lot of independents in New Hampshire, but there's also a lot of independents in New Hampshire who will vote for Donald Trump. So put that all together, and again, it it probably doesn't add up to uh, a difference maker for Nikki Haley, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. You know, what do the polls right now say uh, in in the latest polls, or if there's an aggregator out there on that general election matchup versus Joe Biden, Trump and Nikki Haley, how do they fare? Well, very quickly, at least in New Hampshire, first of all, Nikki Haley is down by about 15 to 20 percentage points to Donald Trump, first of all, uh, if you believe that. That could change. It could get closer. New Hampshire's unpredictable. But that's what we're talking about in New Hampshire. In the general election, there have been several polls out that show that Nikki Haley indeed is doing several percentage points better in a head-to-head matchup with Joe Biden than Donald Trump. Now, polls, as we talk about every single time, they are a moment in time. They are a snapshot in time, and they're not a predictor of what would be the case in November, especially with so many, many more months to go between now and when people are casting ballots in a general election. But it also doesn't bode well for Donald Trump because Donald Trump, although his base is incredibly passionate and everyone is going to come out who supports Donald Trump now to support Donald Trump then – Donald Trump has a major problem with growing that base, and it's possible that he could lose that base to depend or, or cut into to people who would be on the fence for Donald Trump, depending on any number of things happening, especially with the various legal cases. This is a person who is facing four separate criminal trials, 91 different felony charges, and those cases are going to be going forward in earnest later this year. So that's a, sort of the, the ultimate complicating X factor for Donald Trump and something that, of course, is going to have a bearing in a general election contest when when it gets to that point. There's also a Democratic primary in New Hampshire, but the strange thing is that Biden is not on the ballot. It isn't much of one, that's for sure. He's not on the ballot. This is uh, Joe Biden going along with the Democratic National Committee rules for primaries and caucuses for uh, this time around. And basically, they wanted uh, the party, South Carolina, to go first. New Hampshire said, no, 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 we're going to go first because we're the first in the primary, first in the nation primary. And they actually have a state law that says as much. So this is a primary that uh, is is more or less just going to be a sideshow. But 
Joe Biden. You can write him in, but uh, it's kind of the Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson show. Those are the two leading candidates, a, uh, a very little known member of Congress and a spiritual author. And, you know, then, Susan, you have some other interesting characters on the ballot. My favorite uh, who registered on the Democratic primary side was Paperboy Love Prince of Brooklyn, New York. So you can vote for Paperboy, but you can't vote for Joe Biden, at least uh, as a name on the ballot. So, yeah, that's pretty much the status of the Democratic Party in New Hampshire tonight. Uh, Kind of a joke. Interesting. Um, Tell me more about Paperboy next time we chat, uh, Dave. Uh, Dave Leventhal, editor-in-chief of Raw Story. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.